0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Let's Talk podcast. This is uh, season two of the Let's Talk podcast. And uh, I'm sitting here right now. My fiance Anika is not here um, with the quarantine going on uh, from this coronavirus. Uh, She cannot physically be here. So uh, right now I'm running things on, on my own. But do not fret because fortunately I have a very good friend of mine, someone I've been friends with for. I think 15 years at this point, probably more. I genuinely you know, don't know. Uh, it's been a long time. Now. I think we're I think we're approaching 20 years of friendship. I think that's how long we've been friends. Um, uh, basically, basically this it's guy's my brother, one of the few people on this planet that I trust. So, um, my boy, uh, my boy Rocco Seymour, you here, bro? Yeah. Yeah, how's it going, man? I'm going. It's going good, bro. It's going good. I appreciate you doing this, man. Thank you. It's it's really early, man. It's not even nine a.m. yet, and here we are already recording the podcast. Uh,
1: this would be consider- This is early now, but before quarantine time, this was considered like everybody's up and at work at
0: this time. Mm. Well, I mean, I was bringing it up. The quarantine. Level. Let's go ahead and talk about it, man. Quarantine on New York City. How's it been affecting you, man? Um, well, like you know, first and foremost, I'm
1: a freelance uh, director slash light designer. So for me, just the the fact that people can't really congregate, and a lot of venues and spaces are closing down to avoid that, um, I'm not able to actually like book any gigs right now. Um, because there's no resources really available right now.
0: Wow, that, that's unfortunate. So is, is, is it having an impact on your money? Um, yeah, pretty much. Because, like, when you're a freelancer, you're all, I mean, I can't speak to everybody else, but you're always trying to get what's in front of you done so you can get to your next, you know, stack
1: of money or what mm-hmm. have you. And But right now, nobody can book me because they can't book a studio or they can't book a venue. Like they can't pay me to shoot anything because they can't get the other parts. Even if they could book a studio or something, um, a lot of people are afraid of coming outside. So it's like, if you're afraid of coming outside, nothing can happen. A lot of people are afraid to travel. A lot of people are afraid to get together in in, in spaces.
0: Except in Miami, apparently. During spring break where everybody was congregating at that beach. I guess a lot of people, um I guess
1: a lot of people, I, I didn't take it seriously at first. So I'm assuming that those people also didn't take it seriously at first. But um, I don't know, day by day, it's getting scarier and scarier. Like, as the days go by, I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, I was silly for thinking about doing anything while this is going on. Because, yo, New York City is the epicenter of um, the virus like we have the most cases so it's, it's getting scarier day by day
0: so has it has some so, so you said that you weren't taking this seriously at first but now right. it, it's becoming scarier day by day for you so has something happened that changed your way of thinking did something happen to you personally or is it just what you're seeing in the media and things of that nature
1: well, you know, it's crazy. So my mom did come in contact
0: mm. um, with someone who has
1: the virus. Um, she, she works for MCA and she came in contact with someone who, um, she works on a training where someone who was working there had the virus. Um, so, but nah, what made it serious for me, what made it more like real was, um, I don't know, just seeing the cases double, like, every day waking up, reading the headlines, and seeing that people, like, 800 people dying in Italy, like, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, at first, we just thought it was just the coronavirus, and everybody was making fun of it, making memes, making Corona beer look bad, but now it's like, Corona oh, shit, beer the house. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I was actually considering throwing a party Um, Because my birthday is this Friday, dude. That's right. I was considering considering having a party, not even for my birthday, but just a party where people could get together because this corona stuff
0: is pretty whack. Mm. But I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I realized,
1: yo, you know what? It's pretty crazy. And... It's not worth it.
0: Like the fear of going out is really messing with a lot of people. So. Yeah, it's um, you're you're 100 right, and and kudos to deciding to cancel that because a lot of people, um, aren't like you said aren't taking it very seriously, and probably because they haven't gone through anything that in, in relation to the coronavirus yet. Um, and uh, one of the things that that was really getting to me. Uh, in, in reference to the coronavirus, is not so much the virus itself, but the way it's being portrayed, the way that people are becoming afraid of this thing. Because, like you said, there, ha- there have been a lot of reported deaths from the coronavirus, but when you read the the, uh, the reports on the people that that have died, and there's always some underlining sickness that they've already had. It's never the coronavirus that kills them. It's always just complications from the coronavirus. And uh, wow. yeah, like, like, uh, I, I, um, and just to all the listeners, there's, a, there's gonna be a podcast coming out later with me talking about this. thing. I did a podcast about a week or two ago talking about this, and uh, it's gonna be released later on, probably either next week or early this week. I'm not entirely sure yet, but um, yeah, the, it, the coronavirus itself has not killed anyone. It's made people sick, and it, it's it's a, it's a, um, it com- it compromises compromises the immune system, kind of like how AIDS does. AIDS doesn't kill you. It just makes your immune system weak and, it, and then it can't fight off any sicknesses that you already have or you get in the midst of having it. Notice when someone dies of AIDS, there's always complications due to AIDS like uh, pneumonia, tuberculosis. Um, right, right, uh, uh, right. Yeah, your body can't fight off these sicknesses. Same thing with um, the coronavirus. My uh, Anika... She was here uh, before the quarantine became a big, big thing, and she read that a 21-year-old uh, coach, I believe it was a football coach or something, he passed away. And the, the headline said, of coronavirus. So we read it, we read the report just to make sure, and it said he had an undiagnosed case of leukemia. After he died, they found that he had leukemia. That's what killed him. The fact that he had leukemia, got coronavirus, his immune system got weak, could no longer fight off the blood, could no longer fight off the cancer, and unfortunately, lost his life. And that's what's happened to a lot of people with this, with this virus. So, um, being 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 cautious of it is is one hundred percent fine. But also, just to everybody, just make sure you stay educated about this thing. Read up and make sure you know exactly what's happening before you panic, because. It, it, it won't it won't be good if uh, if you panic first and then try to make decisions after you panic. It, it, it's not a good combination at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying. They're saying like, be active, don't be reactive. You feel me? And I get that. My thing is like like most people, I really, 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 really did not take this seriously at first. I was really just like, you oh, know, excuse me. Hey. It's early. I was really just, I was, like, I was just really like, you know, whatever. I was like, I don't know what this is, but it'll pass. And then yesterday, I read an article that said, "Don't expect to wake up tomorrow and hear that this is over after two weeks." And I was like, "Man, that's crazy," because that's exactly what I was expecting.
0: So. I I, I, you know, but it's not impossible though. That's the thing. The reason, the truth of the matter is, it. it the media has a tendency to use buzzwords they say, you you work in media i work in media we both know that there are certain things that you can say and do to get people to click on your videos to click on your, your 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 video your instagram pages and all that other stuff we both know that there are buzzwords you can use and the media has a huge problem with these buzzwords um and using it to promote fear if you tell if you if you put out a, a, a post that says don't expect this to be over in two weeks that's not going to make me think oh my god this is worse than they're letting on and this isn't going to end anytime soon the, 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 the truth of the matter is is that if people would just do their part in reference to staying homes um, making sure they're not spreading the virus if they are in concert with people going to the hospitals when absolutely necessary versus my stomach hurts so let me just go If people would do their parts we could kill this thing a lot faster but there are a lot of people who didn't take it seriously there are a lot of people who are still continuing to congregate. for instance in New Jersey Uh last week there was a guy that was partying in the street. He had a bunch of people with him partying in the street, talking about this is my city, ain't no coronavirus gonna stop me, blah 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 blah. Why? Just just why? People, People um don't like to be um people don't
1: like to be controlled, especially as Americans. We really enjoy our liberation, we really enjoy the idea that we can do anything we want to do as long as we are willing to suffer the consequences for it. And that's pretty much the case, Hmm. you know, when you're American, you can do anything you want as long as you're willing to suffer the consequences of such a thing. so yeah, people find people people the way people are reacting to coronavirus is the same way people reacted to Hurricane Katrina. The same way people reacted to like, you know,
0: all these all these things yeah. that Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. My brother was one of the people that played around in Hurricane Katrina. There's a video of him um no, excuse me, it's Hurricane Sandy when the that major hurricane hit New York and Hurricane Katrina as well. well. A lot of people just disregarded it as just another rainstorm, and then it flipping flooded half of New Orleans. Right. So, um, my next question in regards to keeping with the, the talk of quarantine is, how have you been dealing with it? Because a lot of people I've been speaking to lately, I'm talking about, the like the starting stir. My fiance is one of those people who hates it. Can't travel, we can't see each other, and, uh, you know, it just uh, last Sunday, In New York, they've issued an 8 p.m. curfew now. After 8 p.m., unless it's absolutely essential, we can't go out.
1: Yeah, um, I don't like that, you know, just like with most people. It's this concept that, um, it's, it's this concept that, like, we don't have the freedom. Um, and that's the thing that, like, bothers me a lot and puts me in, like, heavy, heavy pain is the, um is the concept of that I can't if I come up with an idea I can't just do it like if I want to because I'm like I said I'm a filmmaker so it's like if I come up with an idea and I want to go hang out with my friends and film you know and book a studio or something I can't if I want to go out at night and do something I really can't and you'll be looked at funny if you go outside right now Mm -hmm. um, and you're not wearing a mask
0: Isn't that that amazing? I think it is. Just a few weeks ago, it was the norm to be without masks and gloves, and now if you don't do that, you're the odd one. Yeah. Amazing how public perception changes just from what's posted in the media consistently. Amazing. And there
1: have been times where I've worn, there
0: have been times where I've worn um, masks and stuff
1: like that, just to be kind of like you know, just. For, for, for cool, it's look cool, and um, now it's like it's it's the real deal. People are really strapped up. People are really scared because the thing is now people don't know if you, you could already have it and you could be spreading it by going out, and that's that's why people are looking at people funny because mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey man, why are you not wearing a mask? Are you purposefully spreading? You know the the virus?
0: You know shit like that." So. Yeah, it's it, it's um. It's 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 a weird it's a weird dynamic now, with how people are responding to this. Because part of me wants to believe that people are responding to this thing because they genuinely feel like, you know, wearing a mask or wearing gloves or some like that is going to help prevent the spread of this virus. And then, there, then there's that part of my brain that's a little more cynical that's going, people are doing this because this is the popular thing to do. I see a bunch of people wearing masks, so I'm going to do it. I see a bunch, bunch of people wearing gloves, so I'm going to do it. But they're not taking any other precautions to be... Uh, 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 cognizant of what they're doing, they're not, they're not trying their hardest not to spread it in other aspects. Like people are still going to crowded places, people are still going. Uh, people, people are still uh, um, coughing and not covering their mouths. They're sneezing and not covering their mouths. They're not, they're not washing their hands. They're not being as hygienic as they possibly could be in order to stop the spread of this virus. As opposed to when you see them in public wearing masks and things of that nature. I mean, uh, unless you're really outside, you don't really notice it. And I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I don't. I don't go outside much anymore since the um since this virus became a, a, a pandemic but you know you watch tv you see social media and things of that nature, and you realize just how idiotic and how trendy the coronavirus is yeah yeah
1: i, I could agree to that man i can a thousand percent agree to that i think i think a lot of people are just like you know Scared as much as this is trendy, and
0: as much as as it is trendy and, um, and propaganda based, I think a lot of people are just like scared. Uh, I they just don't know. I, yeah, I can agree with that, that. That there is some fear in the mind of a lot of these people, especially people who already have uh, sicknesses or people who have family members who have sicknesses. Those people are scared, and they and they ha- and they should be. <sighs> They, they definitely should be. But then you have other people that are that are doing the... Have you have you seen the coronavirus challenge? I can't even believe I'm saying that. that. But yeah, there's a coronavirus. Yeah. What that is, is people are going around and licking surfaces and proving that they didn't contract the virus. So there's one girl on an airplane licking a toilet. There's another kid licking a doorknob. There's another guy in a supermarket licking as many products as he can. How How is that? I, I don't understand. This virus is, is compromising the immune system of millions of people. Well, they're predicting millions of people within the next six months in America alone. And thousands have already died in Italy. Multiple countries are in quarantine, yet you have people congregating like crazy and you have other people licking surfaces as a challenge to go viral i think that's absurd i would never do i wouldn't do that uh with or without um a virus
1: first of all you're crazy for licking a toilet um licking a toilet. and then you know people do anything for clout and people do anything for clout so
0: did you do that on purpose just now do what? I hear you smiling. I can hear you smiling. You know, that do anything for Cloud. You said it twice, just like they do in the song. Yeah, look, yeah, listen. That's
1: <laughs> oh my how God. I feel, you know. That's how I feel. But that's, 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 you know, even better making a song about a phrase that people would express, you
0: know, typically, hmm. like people do anything for Cloud. Because they do. I mean, really it, do. It, it worked. It definitely worked. So, my question now would be. What are you planning on doing now? Since you're in quarantine, you know that this is a way of life that that you're got, this is the quality of life you're going to have, possibly for the next six months. They're predicting this thing may not start to dissipate until probably September sometime. Some people have even said November. If that's the case, if we're going to be a, yeah, it's it's incredibly frustrating. I agree. Um, but if that's the case. What are you gonna do? You're a creative person. You have a creative outlet, like m- many of people in our circle do. You know, what yeah. are you gonna do? What's your plan? You know, uh, what's your plan now, and what's your plan once this thing is finally said and done?
1: Well, so to be honest with you, um, right now, even though I'm a filmmaker um, and a light designer, I'm focusing right now on um, I'm focusing right now on like writing things, so that when this is all said and done. You know, I'm able to like meet with certain people and and things of that nature. Because obviously, I'm not gonna lie when you when you're caught up in the nine to five hustle and bustle of life, it's very difficult for you to sit down and develop something, um, and spend the time on like constructing it. So now is a time where you can really focus on like, if you're a writer, if you got a book you ever wanted to put out, now is a great time to do that. Um, as far as I go, um you know essentially i'm working on a podcast personally um because as you can as you're doing right now a podcast is something that we can do um separately it's something that we can do with very minimal people and it's still content and it's still a way to like express yourself and get your word out to the world so that's what i'll be doing i'm just holding on man like I, what am i supposed to do like i can't give up i can't live without making art but it's like i can't just jump off a roof um and it all because this could be over tomorrow. You know, just like in those two movies, those post apocalyptic films, the reasons why they tell the characters to, to chill out is because it's like, hey, this could be over soon. You know, like, you never know. Like, so, like you said, even though the mayor said this won't be over in two weeks, I disagree. I think tomorrow they can say, hey, you know what? We have actively stopped the coronavirus, and now everyone can go outside. So. Yeah, I'm just going to, um, this is going to hurt me, but if everyone is on pause, then it doesn't hurt. Like, you know what I mean? It would be one thing if certain people couldn't go to work, other people could go to work, but right now it's a situation where it's like, nobody can do anything. So it's okay. The government understands. It's not like, from what I'm getting from it, it's like, it's not like one group of people are being affected. Right. Everybody. Everybody is staying their asshole. So right. whether you, whether you have a job or you're a freelance artist like me, you can't do nothing. You can't make no money. You can't create. Some people are applying for unemployment. You know, but at the end of the day, even if you make, get an unemployment, you can't go out. You can't go to the club. You can't go out to a restaurant, so you know everyone's pretty much just in the same level of, you know, it's you can't curse on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone's
0: fucked. Everyone's fucked. Right Absolutely. Now. Yeah. So, yeah. Like yeah. This, this isn't this isn't a like like th- this isn't a hindering of a specific type of person. This is a hindering on everybody. And and one of the things that um you know I'm glad I have you on here is because uh, being an autistic person, I I feel like. People should take this, you can take any situation with the exception of maybe jail or death, and turn it into a positive. You can pull positivity out of these type of situations. As creative people, this would be the time, like you said, to really dive into what it is you want to do. If if you've been trying to get that script done for the last six years, guess what? You have nothing but time. Work on it. You know, like I, I, I said in a previous podcast, I would never do TikTok. Well, I've downloaded TikTok and I'm gonna be getting active on it very soon simply because of the fact that now I have like you realize you realize how much you have at your disposal disposal now we live in a digital era and you and I are fortunate enough to be content creators in a sense that everything we do revolves around film everything we do revolves around media and although it's nice to have a crew and a lot of people to do those kinds of things you don't need them you don't need them, and I, and I think that this quarantine is it it, it. it can it can force people into uncomfortable situations, like staying home constantly, or not having to work with a bunch of different people, and not being able to book venues and a lot of other stuff, and force you to look inward and say, okay, what can I do now? What can I do to get myself out there in a way that once all this is said and done, I don't have to call anybody to book me? They're going to be calling me for bookings. They're going to right. want me much- around. Yeah. This can be a positive, not could be, this is a positive thing. It's an unfortunate thing, don't misunderstand. But the, the amount of good that can come out of this, it supersedes the bad. The worst thing that can come out of the coronavirus are people dying. And unfortunately, that's already happened. It's It's an uncertainty of when it's going to happen, but it is an unfortunate part of life. Nothing we can do about it. So instead of fearing... When this is going to happen, or if it's going to be me, why not just live that day and do as much positive or creative things as you can in that one day? Look how many challenges have come out because of this quarantine, minus the coronavirus challenge. You had the savage oh. challenge with Megan the Stallion that blew up all over TikTok and Instagram. Now you have... Uh, some challenge where people are playing what sounds like computer love, and shucking their elbows and shit like that. And this is a, no, not shocking. Shucking s h u c k, shucking oh. their elbows side to side, like like some like little jig dance. Like, like there's a uh. there's a bunch of different fun little challenges that are out now simply because people are stuck at home. You know, you, 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 anybody could do these kinds of things now, and I, I think that it could be a positive experience if people would be positive about it but that's just me right i mean i think man when it comes to the situation
1: people are being positive about it but it's like every day you keep getting bad news you it feels like
0: it's harder you only get get the bad news if you go online looking for it
1: well what are you doing what do you think we're doing out here what do you think we're all doing we're all because we don't have nothing else to do. I, I stayed off of social media. I stopped going on social media uh, a couple of days ago because it just got really, really boring to me because nothing's really happening everyone. and I can't do anything. So it's like if I get inspired, I just have to sit in my house. I can't rent to the store and like call a friend and work on something. So I don't, I'm not going on social media, but every I go on Google and I will look at the um, you know, the news and see what's going on. And I can't help it. I just can't help it. Because you're just hoping that they'll just say, hey, guys, it's over. Like, you keep waking up every day thinking somebody will be like, it's over. Just like when you're broke. You keep waking up thinking that one day someone's just going
0: to be like, hey, you're not broke anymore. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I, I understand that. I, I understand. I, I, I said this in, my, um, in the podcast about the coronavirus. Again, That's going to be coming out sometime either this week or next week. Americans are spoiled. And Americans are very lazy we live in a country where everything is done for us and everything is handed to us so therefore we don't have to do much of anything in order to make things happen for ourselves this is a time where Americans have to do for themselves I hear you talking about you know your home you get an idea to shoot a video you can't because you don't you can't you can't you know uh, rent a place out you can't get people to come over you know what I think when I hear that immediately I look around my own house and go how much production value do I have in here do I have everything I need to shoot a video? Do I have a computer to edit my video? And do I have a place to upload my video when it's all said and done? The answer is yes, I do. So what yeah, can I a do? Lot people, a lot of people, you know, within, within context,
1: I think you're doing the right thing. And I think that that's fabulous. A lot of people, they, they create differently. Like, like you know, as far as production value, I like to, when I shoot my little videos, I like to be outside. Um, I like to walk around and do them. Like some people, as far as production value, maybe they have friends that they want to invite. Up. Like, you're doing your podcast over the phone, you know, but some
0: people want to invite their buddies over. Like, even I though. Mean, you you know, I would prefer to have you here in person or come to you 100%. I'd prefer yeah. that, but if there's nothing I can do about it, I can't I can't dwell on that. If I dwell on it, it's going to stifle me creatively. creatively. Wow, that is not a word. Creatively. It's going to hinder me simply because of the fact that I can't get out of my own brain like, oh, I can't physically be there. I can't see my fiance, the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. I can't see her right now except through FaceTime. But if I, if I dwell on that, then it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, first of all, it's going to damage our relationship. Because the first thing we keep telling each other is we can't see each other. We can't physically be around one another. But then I'm remembering, number one, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her. So I'm going to have a time where she's going to be around every single day. Number two, this that we're going through right now is temporary. It isn't permanent. That's what I keep telling myself every single day. This is not a, a forever thing. This is a right now thing. And eventually, That's this is going to end. And once it's all said and done, if I spent the last six months not doing anything because I can't go outside, keep in mind for my own protection, not because, you know, people are like, well, we don't want you outside because you're too creative. If, if I keep that mindset in six months, I'm going to have done a whole lot of nothing. And now I'm six months behind the curve when I could have been doing something ridiculously amazing and created a brand new trend when this is all said and done. Right. Um, I understand everybody creates differently, but we're all legitimately in the same exact boat right now.
1: Well, um, I think that's a great idea, man. And that's where I'm at with it. I'm I'm on the concept of like, let's, you know, let's uh, let's do what we can so that when this is all said and done, you know, we we can be on top. Like I don't want this to be over and then Netflix is like, Hey, we need new movies. There, there you Nobody go,
0: exactly. Them. Yeah, and, so. and, and look, man, as much trash stuff as, net, don't get me wrong, I love Netflix, but as much trash stuff as they put out, they need some new stuff. Okay. They 100% need some new stuff. And you're a director, bro. I've seen your work. I've seen your videos. I've seen a lot of the stuff that you do. 100%. That you could definitely be up there. I 100% you, believe that. It's uh, uh, coming along. I believe it. I believe it, man. I believe it. I, I used to think I wanted to be an actor, but I prefer to be... I like being behind the camera and things of that nature. I don't, I don't want to be on film. I'm too tall. It, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I actually heard someone say that you can't be a star... If you're too tall.
1: I forgot who said it. Somebody said it. They're like, "You're too tall. You can't be a star." But it's it's not true. It's just something something
0: See, funny said. people have weird mentalities when it comes down to what makes a star. What makes a star are the people, not, not your movie. You could do a great movie and nobody see it. The person that was starred in it is not a star. He was just a, he or she was just the lead in the movie. But if people are paying to see you, that makes you a star. And let me tell you something, brother. Back in my wrestling days, a brother drew money. <laughs> a brother drew money. And trust and believe me, we could do a whole podcast about our wrestling days. Yeah. And trust and believe me, a brother drew some money. So I already know that if, if, if I, if I want to be, I can be. Because I've been true. Here. Absolutely,
1: man. Absolutely, man. Um, but you know, when it's all said and done, I hope that doesn't last. But I hope that we still get to enjoy the summer. Mm. I hope that be, it ends around the time when summer is supposed to start, and you know that'd we be should, convenient. That'd be, you know, enjoy the summer without with these, uh, stimulus <laughs> these stimulus checks.
0: With these stimulus checks. I'm
1: hoping for a stimulus
0: check because, like, I mean, a lot of people yeah. aren't working right now, so the people are going to need some type of restitution once this is all said and done.
1: Yeah, I mean, man. So that's that's the vibes right now is
0: the idea that we'll be. I'm I'm I'm, I'm sure that that's what what everybody would hope happens in this type of situation. Um, some parts of the world have suspended mortgage payments. Some part of the world have suspended rent payments. They're calling for that in America because you know some people can't.
1: <laughs> Florida, in, in Florida.
0: Some people have got their lights turned out. Oh. Yeah. That is, oh, so that, oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah, man. That's terrible. People in the dark in the middle of, man, that it's about to start warming up. Right. People need, people gotta have food, man. That's crazy. That's absolutely absolute Florida, man. Uh, Florida is no joke when it comes to the heat. Oh, no. Yeah. I was there in October of last year. Uh, just, just what, l- less than a month before this stuff broke out? I was in Florida? Wow.
1: You're a trooper, man. You might have a coronavirus. You ever think
0: about That's this? Just, man, I've been having some respiratory issues. But there's a psychology behind it. If you, I, can, I can give you the psychology behind it very, very quickly. When you're aware of something, you start to notice it more. When you're not aware of it, it doesn't make you don't notice it at all. For when people said um, that one of the, one of the, the the symptoms of this thing was respiratory issues like throat you, 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 you have a sore throat, it's hard to breathe and things of that nature, all of a sudden you're now aware of how hard it is for you to breathe sometimes. All of a sudden you start feeling a tickle in your throat continuously. And that yeah, may have yeah, been happening yeah. every single day of your life, but you just had no clue. You have to understand how much stuff you inhale on a daily. Do you know how much? How many mini, minuscule particles go up your nose daily? How much dust you inhale daily? There could be a number of different things triggering your throat to hurt. Coronavirus may not even be one of them. It's right. like yeah, yeah. It's, it's mental, man. That that's a mental thing. It is a mental thing. It's a wild thing, man. It's uh. The idea
1: of propaganda, the idea that this is, the idea that this is, like, yeah, like, like what do you call it? Not subliminal, but it's like someone said something, and
0: now we believe it. The idea um, that that's happening. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking I know, I can't, God, the word is escaping me. I know what you're talking like, about, though.
1: we've been, like, hypnotized, you know, like, all of those things. But, you know, uh... Yeah, just when it's all said and done, you know, you just hope that society will still move the way it's
0: supposed to move. I go to the grocery store, man, and there's nothing there. Oh like, my God, that happened to me. That happened to me earlier this last week. Excuse me, that happened to me. I went food shop. I went food shopping, and I came back with literally three items of food. I came back with bread, uh, a jar of jelly, and potatoes. Because what are you there was do with the, what are you do with that? there was nothing else. And then uh-huh. then they put san- not sanctions. they put restrictions on how much of certain things you could get because people went in there and bought bulks of things.
1: Yeah, they were doing that. I saw people doing that and I wasn't
0: uh, I wasn't happy about that at all. That doesn't make sense. That. That just that just people are weird, man. The, the, people, the, the most dangerous thing about the coronavirus are the people, not even the virus itself. because pe- the coronavirus, the virus isn't stupid people are. And their stupidity shines through regularly. It, it's its its it would be laughable if it wasn't so dangerous. And it's only—it's the, the middle class and the and the upper class that's what's, that's what's doing this because the poor class can't because they don't have money to.
1: That's true. That's true. I think, uh, you know, people are panicking. I was talking about my mom the other day. And she said the same thing. She was like, but she said something about how this happened in the Bible and how people go out and buy all this food and then the food gets rotten. And then, you know, we're all like left with, with nothing. And some of the people, like things haven't been properly dispersed. Like as far as the food goes, like if you bought a bulk of milk or something, there's other people that could have had that milk. You know what I mean? I think the panicking is the worst thing to do. But also, it seems like if you don't panic, you're being underprepared.
0: You know? but the, thing is, is. the thing is is that now those people who panicked are, are setting themselves back. Because you have a house of three people. You've bought 17 different jugs of milk. 17 jugs of milk is not going to go through three people in four days. Yeah. That is that's months worth of worth of milk that's going to expire that you're not going to have to throw out because you're not going to be able to eat it you're not going to be able to drink it Mo- majority of the stuff that they what is up with stealing with, not stealing but taking all the toilet paper what right. well, what is with the, that apparently the toilet paper thing was supposed to be this idea that um, the toilet
1: paper thing was supposed to be this idea that we because of china because we might not be getting anything from china that we if toilet paper comes from china that we would have to stock up on toilet paper to make sure that we have it just in case they stop shipping it but uh,
0: toilet paper people we have toilet paper <laughs> Everyone, is, everyone has toilet paper and here's the You're thing even if, even if you don't have toilet paper you have newspapers, you have a shower, you have wash rags, you have a million and one do. different things you can use to clean the inside of your booty. And I don't understand right. why people are just 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 take just buying bulks of toilet paper. Right. I
1: um I personally am with the shits as far as like you
0: know, you don't necessarily need to. People People who grow up in the struggle, we're going to thrive at a time like this. <laughs> exactly. We're going to thrive because... um I've had to boil. I've had to take water that was cold, make it hot to take a bath. Uh, I've there. had to, you know,
1: instead of using toilet paper, take a whole shower.
0: in um, there, all, t- all types of things. That's how I do, man. I mean, just like the recession. People were talking about, oh, we were in a recession back in 2018. I mean, 2008 and whatnot. Like, Niggas, a recession, nigga. It's Thursday. This is this is regular life for us. Welcome to top ramen and peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, right, this, is right. what we, this is what we do: pork and beans and franks, bro. Right, right. We yeah. hold it down. And exactly.
1: We're gonna thrive. We're gonna come out of this on top.
0: Um, the the poor class lose, will.
1: So, yeah, the, the, yeah. The poor people will. Uh, well, I guess I'm poor. I grew up poor.
0: This is a nigga but, we all oh, did, Did you see the school we went to? <laughs> Yeah, man, but the people the people who drive on having brunch every
1: Sunday, going out every Friday and Saturday, those people, um, they're going to have a hard time, they're going to have a hard time trying to readjust, people who don't know how to cook are going to have mm. a really hard time,
0: um, yeah. I'm, right. I'm just, Survival skills, man, people don't have them, people, because people are spoiled. Yeah but it's cool we're going to get back to that i think this is
1: going to be that time now where people focus on the things that we forgot as a generation like reading maps Hmm. and um what else is like reading maps how to read a compass and things Mm -hmm. of that nature i think that those we're going to figure out how to do those things
0: now hopefully i mean i think once this is all said and done somebody and maybe it could be you or maybe it'll be me somebody somebody needs to start a survival course. Teach people how to survive in the in the in the in the case of another pandemic, or, or or an epidemic, or or you know chemical warfare, or hell, let me go so far as saying even the dead walking. I got bruh, believe it or not, me and Anika have a whole survival plan in the case of nuclear war, the dead walking, and this pandemic. If it gets to if it gets to the division levels. If, I don't know if you've ever played the the, the the game The Division, but basically it's a it's a it's a it's a nuclear outbreak across New York. And people are dead in the streets, people are looting everything. Me and Anika have a whole survival plan, bro. We've had one for about two years. Good. We we know exactly where we're going, we know exactly where we're gonna hold up, we know exactly what we're gonna do, and we learned all this shit from watching The Walking Dead. We mm-hmm. once we saw The Walking Dead, we were like, yo, we need a plan because if anything, this life has proven that anything is possible. So, not we not we're leaving nothing to chance and taking advantage of everything.
1: Yeah, I'm just I just pray. I actually I don't pray, but I'm just hoping that. <laughs> I don't actually pray. Like I don't get down on my knees and put my hands together.
0: But I, I you get down on your knees, but not for praying. <laughs> I consciously think about just hoping that one day we're going to wake up and we're not going to get any bad news about this. I'm, you know I'm, I mean? I'm, I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure one day they'll tell us that everything is fine and we can go back to life as we know it. And then that same day, uh, someone's going to be shot dead in the street. Probably, yeah, because got, we got to catch up. Oh wow! We got to that's, that's, catch up. That's awful. That is absolutely awful. All right. So as, as we uh, as we wrap up here, we've been going for almost uh, forty five minutes. Believe it or not. Um, as we get, begin to wrap up here, man, why don't you let the people know where they can find you, where they can find your videos, your your social media, and everything like that. Word?
1: Um, Well, I'm on Instagram at I don't know Rocco, spelled out as I don't know, and then R-O-C-K-O. My videos, if you go on YouTube and you type in Supreme Cinema, spelled correctly, you'll see all of my work, all my best work, especially. Um, And then I also have the lighting company, 1-800-GET-LIT. Um, if you Google 1-800-GET-LIT with two Ts at the end, you'll find it. Or if you go on Instagram and type in 1-800-GET-LIT with two Ts at the end, um, you'll find us. You'll be able to look at our work and just have some fun during this quarantine and take a look at all this stuff. Enjoy it. Like, comment, subscribe, you know. But we're out here. Uh, we should have the podcast up and running in May. Um, regardless of what's going on in the world, um that's our that's our start time. So hopefully uh, I'll be back on to talk about this podcast that I'm starting and what that was like starting a podcast with someone else who has a podcast.
0: I I mean, as long as I'm one of your guests, maybe even the first one, I I I'm I'm down, bro. I'm one hundred percent
1: awesome man awesome well thank you for having me on your show
0: man i appreciate you i appreciate you being on man thank you for taking time out of your day i know it's early in the morning it's only nine thirty now i appreciate you coming on man i appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us about how your life has been affected by the coronavirus
1: word no doubt man well take it easy man hit me up later on absolutely all
0: right peace. all right brother I wanna thank, uh, thank one of my closest friends, Rocco Seymour, for coming on here and talking about how his life has been affected by the coronavirus. I wanna thank you guys for taking the time out to listen. We are back with season two of the Let's Talk podcast. I just wanted to be known really quickly that um, as long as this this quarantine is happening, um, Anika may not be here physically, but that does not mean that Anika will not be on. Anika most definitely will be on here. We will definitely be talking about a bunch of different things, a bunch of different topics. It's not always going to be heavy. It's not always going to be something as heavy as the coronavirus, but this is, this is the, uh, the, the major thing in the world today. And it needs to be spoken about because not everybody is, um, it's, uh, not everybody's able to, um, to, to get their news the right way or, or think the way they need to because fear is gripping them so sometimes having a sound mind and somebody that can offer a, per, a different perspective on how to think about these things um, can help immensely so uh, we're gonna get back to the fun and 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 out of out of this world thing. We're gonna have different type of topics. We're gonna have paranormal topics, we're gonna have conspiracy theory topics, there's gonna be a bunch of different kinds of topics. You know, we're gonna be gonna be talking to the millennials. Well actually no, I'm a millennial. The generation Z right generation z i believe that's what it is generation we're gonna be talking to the generation z uh people i want to know like how life works for them now versus how life worked for us growing up and things of that nature you know because i'm gonna be 30 this year so um well yeah uh thank you guys for listening we'll catch you on the next episode of the let's talk podcast